Welcome to Hot Breath Comedy Fam. On Monday, May 13th, I am teaching a clean comedy workshop. The last four I have taught sold out very quickly, so if you wanna learn about clean comedy, the business side, where the line is, how to write clean comedy, go to the link in the description of this episode, and we'll see you there. Universe. Cue the music. We're back. Yes, we are. It's hot breath. Hot Our weekly Q and A. Breezy. I'm Jill Byers, and there's Yoshi So right there. Yoshi So is in the building or the basement, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I'm here. I am here. We are here. We're excited to have you. Excited for you guys to join us once again. Hot breath. And to answer your comedy questions, we do mm. this every single week in our facebook group and youtube channel every single tuesday at 5 p.m eastern time we go live to answer your comedy questions and uh, we've got some great interviews coming up don't worry the whole podcast is not just q a's now we've got about <laughs> 12 interviews in the can i'm trying to get them all Damn. recorded and scheduled for the rest of the year before I start putting them out. So they're just on autopilot. So anyone that has their own podcast understands bam, the work that goes into actually producing a podcast. So bulk recording, baby bulk recording. Yeah. You know, if you don't understand these bulk recordings, you ain't about that life. You probably a one percenter. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's a callback <laughs> to the pre-show. The people on the podcast don't get that. If you join the live stream, we do a whole pre-podcast podcast, and y'all just missed us working out a bit for like 20 minutes. So pre-podcast podcast. podcast. Mm -mm -mm. So as people in the live chat are posting their questions, I do want to shout out the peeps. I've started like sending out an email every week, and people are replying to them with their kind of feedback and their ideas and their replies to... Had one about crowd work and another one about Judd Apatow's best writing advice and what people's favorite takeaways were and things. So it's cool to see in the hot breath of earth engaged in our email list. I think I'm, I'm real excited about that email list. I think uh, I don't think there's really a good comedy info email list yet. There's a lot of people promoting stuff in their email lists, yeah. but there's not an email list for comics can subscribe and just get the goods and get on with their days. So that's what I'm really envisioning with that. So if you guys aren't subscribed to it yet, just join it linked in the show notes. I think you're really going to dig what we post in there every week. Yay. Yay. So we've got to hear the questions of the day. And it appears the first one is from Ronnie Almendares, who says, Hi, Joel and Yosh. By the way, wish nothing but the best for your week. Well, thank you, Ronnie. Thank you so much. He says, Can you guys speak on tips on trying to get my own room for open mics? What should I tell the club slash bar owner? This is a pretty common question we get. We get this one a pretty... This is a pretty good one. So, um, you know, the, probably the easiest answer is to check out our workshop that goes into this topic. 
We have a workshop about it. We also have a whole course about it that gives you the, all the goods on how to find the perfect venue, how to market it, how to book it, how to make money on it. So we do have those resources available, but to give them the spark notes, because we do get asked this question a lot, and I do always recommend comics to run their own show, because if anything, it teaches them to not annoy a host when they go to other shows. <laughs> That's the number one lesson. That's the number one, because they realize, <laughs> oh, running a show is a lot of hard work, and it's really annoying when every comic is like, when can I go up? When can I go up? Am I up next? I know I'm late, but can I go early? You know. <laughs> those simple Shots. questions. Shots. Yeah. Bra, bra, blocker. <laughs> but yeah. otherwise, um, you know, my favorite tip in this direction is approaching a venue that is already doing other live events, you know, approaching a venue that is already doing trivia. Maybe they're already doing like open, open mic music. Maybe they're doing spoken word, approaching a venue that is already doing other live events. So comedy is a natural fit into their calendar that they've already been building out with other live events. It's not coming off it makes sense to them. You don't have to really sell comedy to them. They already have experience with other live events, so they see, oh, comedy would fit right into what we're trying to do here. Yeah. And then the other piece is to just come at it from a very professional perspective in terms of sort of keeping them, when you're talking to a bar or a club, letting them know what you will bring to the actual event itself. Um, and basically this means sort of making sure whatever you mention as, okay, we're gonna do an open mic. It's gonna be from this time to this time. We'll have a sign up. Uh, it is, it's show up or go up, or it's a different format, whatever format it is. And you sort of just stick to the rules of engagement. And you also, it's also helpful to write down the rules of engagement. I've made this mistake before where I assumed the rules of engagement but they had other expectations and then we had to have like a you know come to nazareth uh meeting and just hey this is how we expect the show to be run and then we adjusted for it and the show's been great ever since so just make sure whatever rules you come up with in terms of this is how i'm going to run the show this is uh how i'm going to market the show uh and this is the format for the show just make sure you're professional about sort of keeping that up. Um, I always do a thing where I will uh, basically ask the folks to help me market it um, for the first one, but also be like, hey, we'll do this first one and then we'll see if we wanna like do more of these. And depending on where you are, you know, I've heard like in New York, a lot of bars will just do, as long as comics buy something, then they're open to the open mics. Uh, some places like down south, they're like, oh, as long as you bring like enough people or like in L.A., as long as you bring enough people, they're called bringer shows, uh, then they allow you to have it. But just know what the club or the bar wants from the engagement is very helpful. That way you can satisfy them because they're also running a business. And let's not forget that part is that they want butts and seats. They want people to drink. They want people to eat. How do you help them do that part as well as a for from the from an entertainer perspective? 
Vavoom. And a bonus one. You just and you want to make sure it's a venue that cares about the show as much as you do, and they're gonna help promote it. And hopefully, like that's why I also recommend going to a venue that's already doing other live events because they're probably already promoting other live events, so they probably have some sort of a local following that they're yep. marketing to that yep. you would like to tap into what they're already doing. But honestly, like you want a venue that is invested in the show and really wants to see it succeed as much as you do, because it really is a team effort. Like you, they can't expect you to do everything and vice versa. Like it really has to be a team effort. So you want to make sure as we say, you know, this is a business transaction. You want to make sure it's someone that you enjoy doing business with. And Sometimes it takes, you go to the venue, you try a few and it may not work and you move on, you know, and that's the reality of it. But I think those few little tips there will at least set you up for success. Now you just got to go out and do it. Boom. Great question there. though. All right. So the next one here from our good buddy, Zeb Ballantyne, who is producing a show with a uh, Brian Bates, which is very cool. He, he's doing a, a clean comedy show with a uh, Brian Bates. He's producing it. So kudos awesome. to Zep there for getting out there and, um, yeah. rolling his sleeves up and producing like a big headlining show. So congrats That's there, buddy. Good. Awesome. Good job. Zep. Uh, so his question today, I did a zoom open mic for the first time. What has been your experience with those, and where can I find more? Mm. Interesting. That's an ah. interesting question. I mean, I, I did mean, I did some Zoom shows during the pandemic, and they yeah. served a purpose. I'm trying to think yeah. now, though. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this question is from 2020. Uh, True. But... <laughs> if you but see Zeb's profile picture, it looks like 1920. This guy looks like he was walking around downtown Birmingham with a fire hose. That's what this guy looks like. But um <laughs> Don't do that man like that. No. We gassed him up. Now we gotta bring him back down. Um <laughs> I don't know. I think there's um a Facebook group called Displaced Comedians, right? That sure. yep. I think they used to do a bunch of Zoom shows. I don't know if they still do or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the that's the only place I can think of that may have Zoom shows. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the only place. Uh, I mean, I could tell you at least you know we're working comedians. Zoom shows are not as popular as they were back in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And there's not a lot of people requesting that you do Zoom shows. So, though I understand the allure um, because you enjoyed it, it's not as prevalent as it was back during the pandemic. Um, so, I don't actually know any. Well, I don't know anyone who's doing Zoom shows regularly because there used to be Zoom feedback mics. There used to be Zoom, yeah, like tons of stuff. So, I think people are getting together. I know definitely in our group, there's people that still get together and do the feedback mic on Mondays. Um, but mm-hmm. in terms of like zoom showcase shows, I don't know if there's a lot of those. Yeah. Kevin, um, Skopinich says laughing Buddha has a zoom mic. 
Uh, cool. Yeah. So if anyone knows, I mean, feel free to post them in our Facebook yeah. group Absolutely. so other peeps can take advantage. Cause yeah, I mean, like Kevin said that they can be good for rehearsing material when you don't have time to like run to a mic. So yeah, I mean, I th- honestly, I mean, I think a zoom mic is better than nothing. I mean, it's accountability where you show up and okay. You're having to say these jokes out loud to people that aren't your Furbies, you know? So <laughs> There is value in that. It's not the same as on stage. You're not going to get the timing of the joke down and things like that. But it is vocal repetition, which is a valuable part of the joke writing process. So I wouldn't say that they're a waste of time. If it's if it's all you can do, it's, it's certainly better than nothing. For sure. Great question there, though, Zeb. I hadn't even... Yeah. Zoom, Zoom open mics were popping during the... Pandemic. So, uh, someone emailed me about they do like a metaverse show, Mm, and they were wanting like, um, like hot breath to do something with them. So, uh, this is my vocal reminder to email them back. Um, (laughs) So, if they're listening to this podcast, uh, my bad. Yeah, I mean they emailed on Sunday, but yeah, it was interesting. Still got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next pregunta. This is from Jerry Kroll. When does Yoshi get interviewed so we can hear his whole story as a podcast? Yeah, Joel. When does Yoshi get interviewed so you can hear my whole story as a I'm I'm so kidding. I don't need to be interviewed to hear my story. Uh, I feel like I've said it a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're we we've talked though. I mean, we're we we talked about maybe making it like a live thing, you know. For sure. So yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we're definitely gonna do that, Jerry. But we're not gonna just do it over, you know, Zoom. You know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make it something special. But that is a good question. I do, I uh, I do appreciate Jerry asking that. Is it is like, wait, who is Yoshi, and how did he get to the front of the line? <laughs> Yeah, yay. On this weekly podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Yoshi took my class years ago and then we've produced several shows together, gone on the road a lot together, and he DJed my wedding. Um yeah. so yeah. I'm in here. But we'll yeah. um yeah, he ain't new to this. He grew to this, y'all. All right. This ain't <laughs> this ain't just the diversity hire. Okay. Yeah, this is <laughs> 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 that's so good <laughs> but great question jerry no we've actually talked about that and we we're actually talking about doing like a live uh podcast to do that thing jerry so we'll definitely keep in touch we just experimented with a a live podcast last week which yoshi dj'd and was that the resident laugher which i certainly appreciated um <laughs> So yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do something special with it, but we are going to do it. Um, yeah. All right. Aaron or Bruce, ever think of pooling together two-minute video bits from subscribers for a night of amateur comedy hosted and run by you? You critique them, teach a thing or two, uh, use them as examples for lessons and tips. Uh, you could set the whole thing up. You choose the clips, videos to include in the show, what lessons you're going to teach etc 
so we did sort of something like this. We did um we did a show for a little while that people submitted their sets and we like gave feedback on them and then we did joke feedback for a while where people would post their jokes in the live chat and then we would give them feedback and then we kind of evolved into this Q and a, yeah. uh, but I mean, you know, it's fun. So we've done, we've done something like that in the past, you know, we're constantly evolving here always, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't mean, hate I the love idea. how the community is like, yo, <laughs> We got some ideas for y'all to blow up. I appreciate yeah. y'all. What? what about us is what they're saying. <laughs> what about us? No, you're right. Because we've even talked about doing it like the joke feedback hour as a live show where it's kind of like a Kill Tony, but positive. Yeah. And supportive. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, no, no shade to Kill Tony at all. They're absolutely killing it. And they're a platform that comedians have literally like blown up on and yep. become full-time comedians just from an appearance on kill tony so no shade to what they've built at all it's absolutely incredible um but we have talked about doing a live event like that as well big facts so yeah it's all ideas i think as anyone listening to this some of you have tried comedy some of you have the idea to try comedy and you're like, oh, well, it's a good idea, but how are we going to execute? How are we going to overcome that hurdle type deal? So we're doing it. We're doing it one bite at a time here, people, you know, because we are first and foremost full time working comedians. So we do have that, you know, that whole job to keep afloat as well as we do these uh, live streams as well. But we love the idea. So, I mean. If there's a comedian out there that has a venue and people that would buy tickets to go to that venue, we will be there. Yeah, we will. <laughs> yeah, we will. Which someone asked about promoting a show and if we... Dubs General. Because Dubs runs a show... He runs a show in Florida, actually. And he was asking if we boost posts... When going to a certain certain city, like spending fifty dollars two weeks before the show, uh, I haven't I haven't done this at all. But I've known comedians that do have success doing like Facebook ads. Yeah, um, I haven't done it at all, but I have heard comedians that kill it doing it the right way. It's like Facebook ads; you kind of have to know the game to play it. Uh, but the people that know it, I think it's been very beneficial. I don't know. Have you experimented with that at all? Um, I've only boosted like on Instagram for promoting shows um, and Facebook as well. Uh, like when I'm promoting a show. And like, I haven't done it with a clip that is like just a clip, but I've done it with like, like almost like a venue clip where we talk about the venue and let them know that these are the comedians that are coming out, but never as just a clip. So that'd be something I would want to try. That's kind of different. Yeah. A great question there though, dubs. If anyone does have experience with that, uh, I think Chris Beasley, a hot brethren out, in San Francisco, I think he was saying he had success with it. I think he just went full-time, so he's been producing shows. 
I think he had success with it. Um, I was just talking with our buddy in Chicago, Mitt Wolf, who did a show at the Laugh Factory, and he did an ad. He said there's an ad type where you can you post a video, and then you can trigger an ad to where if they watch over 50% of the video, then they get served like an an ad type deal. I can't remember what that is called, but apparently there's a Facebook ad to where you like serve a video to people and then the people that watch it then get like reserved like an mm. ad about tickets and stuff. I can't remember what they're called though, so yeah. it's very helpful to people. <laughs> but he said it worked really well. Um but at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, you know, Emmanuel here said he's had zero success boosting an ad. Like, I think I did a few back in the back in the day, and it didn't amount to anything, you know. So, yeah, I think if you know how to do it, it's worth it. But you just kind of have to know how to do it, which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, next joke. I mean, next question here from Cinema Quirks. I got invited to NM. I got invited to NM. North Mexico. North Mexico. I got invited to North Mexico to do clean comedy. New Mexico. New Mexico. What did I say? What did I say? North Mexico. (laughs) (laughs) Texas. North yeah, I know Mexico. North Mexico. Yeah, that's called Texas. That's Texas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> or Canada. Our North Mexico would be Canada. <laughs> Nuevo Mexico. Oh. I got invited to New Mexico New to Mexico, do clean yes. comedy at a church. How do I write Jesus jokes? Like, mm. I don't want to talk down. I, oh, I mean, wow. you don't have to do Jesus jokes at a church. Like, you sure don't. Yeah, just do your clean material. Like, whatever they booked you for, do that. Like, <laughs> whatever set they saw, just do that. I think a lot of times comics are worried, well, I sent a book or a tape, and they've heard these jokes. I, I, do I, you know, do I do these jokes again? It's like, yes, that's why they booked you, because they heard you do the jokes that work, and that's what they want to see at the event they're paying you to be at. So... do what the booker has seen because that's what they're hiring you to do uh Mm -hmm. so yeah i wouldn't even over i wouldn't overthink it at all i would just do do your best clean jokes don't try to like write a bunch of jesus jokes just because it's at a church you just do yes it's actually probably better that you don't do jesus jokes like yeah that's not what they're there for it's at a church it's just a place that people congregate at that have similar beliefs they still love comedy. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they, they didn't go there to like their pastor can do jokes about Jesus. Like, but that's not why they hired a comedian. They're like, yeah, yeah let's hire a comedian just to do 30 minutes of Jesus jokes. Like that just doesn't happen. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Do your you, material. It would be helpful to ask what is off limits though. I mean, you know, sure. Uh, sure. you just with it, with a church, you just never know. I, 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 our buddy Andrew Stanley does a lot of churches, and he said he he did a church where they were drinking beer, and he's done a church where they got mad at him for saying beer. 
Like it it runs the whole gambit. So I I would just ask them what you shouldn't talk about if there is anything off limits and just stay within those parameters. But I wouldn't try to like write all new like religious material and stuff. Just just do you boo. Yeah. Do you boo. Um nice. Next question we have here from Einar. Oh, is this our comedian from Iceland? Iceland. I believe so. Uh, he said, I'm thinking about flying to New York next summer. Fairly, It's fairly easy to get stage time in my country, so I have no idea what to expect. Any tips, do's, and don'ts? Which mics do you recommend? I mean, if you're in our Facebook group, which if you're not, you should definitely go join that. I would just post in there telling people you're planning a trip to New York and if there are any New York comics that could um, steer you in the direction of some stage time. Because, I, I mean, I couldn't tell you specific mics. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not based up there, so I don't know the ins and outs of all that jazz. But there's plenty of the New thing, York comics in the group. Yeah. Uh, a good thing, if you're ever going to visit a place and you want to do mics or you want to do shows up there, uh, most places, I'd say now, this is probably a trend. I don't know if it was like Atlanta that started this or it might have been another city that started it, but I know Atlanta adopted it. There's like a Facebook group that says, I'm coming to Atlanta. And that group, you put up the dates that you're coming, you put up a clip of your material, and then you say, hey, I'll be here on these dates. And it's a great way for people to book you if you're in town for like a weekend, a couple of days. But if you do it far enough in advance, there's tons of local bookers that are looking for fresh talent that they haven't booked before that is coming in town. Uh, book comedians off that. And so I think it's helpful just to like reach out to that Facebook group and just see if there's any uh, and post your information so you can see if there's any shows that you can get on. Uh, and that's where the connection of comedy also helps. Like comedy is about networking. The majority of the gigs that you're going to get as a comedian are going to be from other comedians. Yeah, for sure. That's bars. Bars. Or as Joe Byers would say, buyers. By ours. Joe Bars. <laughs> By ours. Around By here. Yours. Joe Bars around here. Joe Bars. Great question, though. Oh, and Dubs General said he has some shows in um, Colorado Springs and Austin, so he's going to test the uh, Facebook promotion stuff and report back, he said. So that'll be interesting, yeah. Yeah, anyone that has had success with it, please, you know, share game. Reach out to us if you're listening to the podcast after the live stream or uh, post in the Facebook group. Or if you've killed it and you want to spit game on the podcast, holla at us. We'd love to have you on because there's plenty to go around. I mean, you know, if you figure out something on Facebook it's and you share it with other comedians, it's not going to hurt your game. It's just going to help elevate the comedy game in general which it's is what bad. we're all about here comics helping comics uh speaking of which joanna goslin comedian i did her show out in oregon 
uh, with uh, Jay Barrows, who was absolutely hilarious as well. But she, she runs some dope shows out there. And uh, Joanna asks, what do you think of boosting Instagram videos to increase followers as opposed to promoting a show? I, s- I get a fair amount of, like, targeted Facebook, like, I mean, Instagram, where a comedian pops up and it's like their stand-up clip. I don't know how well that translates to followers or not. Um, uh, but I, I've, so I'm seeing it a good bit now. A lot of people are doing it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say that the data is so inconclusive about whether the followers, I mean, whether the clips turns into uh, followers or not. I know comedians that have like millions of views, two to 3,000 followers. It doesn't always translate. Uh, and so, and the same thing, I know comedians who have like 500,000 views and have 100,000 followers. Like, it's just weird. I think that's part of it is that you're kind of subjected to just the algorithm doing all that for you and not necessarily that there's a path. I think the biggest thing that every comedian who does social will tell you is just consistency. Just put things up. You don't know what's going to hit, but just keep putting things up that you feel comfortable with and putting out there in the ecosystem. Yeah. Bars. Bars. <laughs> but I mean, a lot of, yeah, I've seen a lot of comics doing it. And then I'll look at their page and they have a few hundred or a few thousand followers. Like I haven't, I, I saw one. I can't remember his name now, so it's clearly memorable. But I like DM'd him, and I was like, "Is this working?" And then, and he said, "Yeah, he's been able to get followers doing it." And then asked him how much he spent, and then I never heard back. Um, <laughs> so, not sure what the money translation is. Um, but yeah, that's so funny. Great question there, though. Yeah. But I also think it... I don't know if a lot of people understand how to use Instagram ads. I mean, I've gotten targeted for, like, shows in New York. And I'm I'm in Atlanta. You know? So it's like... People... I don't think a lot of people know what they're doing running these ads. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a lot of the ads are just... They're just pushing it to anyone and everyone. They're not, like targeted in that way that's how you know it's like kind of weird because yeah i'll get stuff like for comics in like washington to go watch a show in washington mm-hmm. like, not even close to there but i appreciate it you know what i mean uh but it's hard to like commit to that or be like oh this is something i want to watch more of because it doesn't even feel like it's targeting the right place yeah dubs general said to uh, translate to followers is also translate to ticket sales. It's like I guess that's the name, the name of the game. You get followers, you can then sell tickets to. It's like a billboard of your work. Very, very true. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's leverage. You get followers, you get leverage. You get to kind of name your own price. Sometimes, not name it, but you know. 
definitely makes it easier for you to go into a club and be like, oh, I can just bring this many people to your club. And they're like, oh, you have this many followers? Okay, sounds good. Yep. Yeah. It is the Wild West out there, man. Wild West. It is the Wild West. You get in where you fit in, man. It, I, Yeah, dude. I... I don't know. I, you know, it's something you and I are, I mean, we're trying to solve, like we're all trying to figure it out. I mean, you know, I've interviewed so many people that have figured it out and I'm like, all right, now is the time after this interview that I'm going to commit. I think, I think I posted every day for two months and then that was it. And I was like, ah, never mind. I didn't blow up. So never mind. So yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know, but it's it's part of the, it's part of the game now. It's part of the game. You can't get away from it. Social, social, social. Dub said he posts nine times a day, doing it consistently for two of my f- followers. Two of my following people at my shows have increased substantially. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. That's very nice. Yeah, nine times a day. I, I just interviewed. Gianmarco Cerezi, which is not out yet, but here's a mm. fun little insight from it. Well, one, he has a team. He has people that edit and things like that. But he also said that like every morning for like an hour, all he does is just post to the different platforms. Yeah. Every day for an hour. And he has hundred now, I mean, it's working. He has hundreds of thousands of views. So I just think mm-hmm. To actually do it, it literally has to be like a priority and literally part of like your day-to-day work to actually see it all the way through. You know, that's... Which I can confess that I have not done. So... But you know, this podcast is pretty cool. Pretty... The right. awesome podcast. This podcast is pretty cool, and it's about pretty, to get a lot cooler. Pretty freaking cool podcast. So, you know, it's whatever you can do consistently is Boom. what's going to be most sustainable. Consistency. But yeah, let's start to land this plane here. Um, it's been it's been a good one today. It's been yeah. a good one today for sure. Yeah, a lot of good yeah. social media talk. I'm wondering if it, do you, if there's any closing advice for these kids out there based on what we've talked about today. For social media, uh, I think the key is to not overthink it. Uh, I know that there's been people who are like, oh, do I put clips? Do I put open mic stuff? Don't overthink it. Put whatever you think you're okay putting out into the world Um, because you just never know what's going to hit. Also, same thing I know about quality. Sometimes people don't really care for quality. I think when you're doing consistent stuff, like, you know, I think let's say you've already blown up and now you're putting more clips out, then quality does matter because people are like, oh, well, that was like uh, high quality 4k and now you're giving us like uh mobile uh boost mobile type video views you know what i'm saying so like i think that's the only time that i would say quality matters uh but in terms of like just starting out 
put as many things as you're comfortable putting out to the world. Kaboom. Brian is roasting me on here. Uh, Brian says is. What did what did I what did I do to Brian? Brian did something. Some, hey, it's okay. He's roasting me too. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Somebody say something to you today, Brian. <laughs> I, I, can see him. I don't. I can't see Brian because then I can roast his face. Yoshi's gonna lose sleep over this. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> oh, and Einar asked about the the Facebook group. I'll link it in the show notes for people listening to the podcast. Boom. And then I will put a link to it here in the uh, the live chat as well for you. Boom. Uh, Just for the peeps. Yeah. Also, uh, put a link to the workshop uh, as well. The hosting workshop. And maybe uh, the jokes workshop on how to write better jokes. You can send that directly to Brian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll hook Brian up with a free access to that joke workshop so he can come back <laughs> and write something actually funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dub said Joe Lisp shot like a pre-comedy special documentary. That's oh, so that's funny. Cool. I I did that. Yeah, and I never, you, I, I never cut it together. It. You, you know what? I, I did. did I self-produced the special. Boom. I documented the whole process. Didn't I? I, I shot. I edited together three vlogs. There's so much more Boom. content. And then I didn't put it on YouTube. I sold it on my website. Boom. Yeah. Boom. And guess who's doing that now? Boom. Everybody else. Everybody else. <laughs> I didn't put it on YouTube though. I think. Yes. That I mean, was Andrew, Andrew, Andrew Schultz saw what you did and was like, I'm going to sell this before I'm gonna sell I put it. it on YouTube. But, you know, I wonder where he got the idea from. I just wonder. You know what I'm saying? He did come on the podcast. He might have been just, you know, strolling. You know, haters everywhere we go. You know, haters <laughs> everywhere we go. But, yeah, I don't regret not putting on YouTube because the whole goal was to make my money back, which I have. And then I'll get a few sales a month. Still on the comedy special. So I do, Ooh. it's merch Boom. forever. It's IP that I can license to anywhere I want because it's Ooh. not just on YouTube for free. Ooh. So it's an asset I'll have forever. Uh, but it is interesting to see, oh, the idea was there, but the execution. Mm. A little early. A little early. And uh, hey. it's not too late, though. I have a lot of footage of the behind the scenes still. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the whole moral of the story, have an idea, see one through at a time. Yeah. Work it out. Work it out. All right. All right. Let's let's land this plane. Let's land the plane. Well, there you go, comics. Thank you for hanging out with us. We do this live stream every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our YouTube channel and Facebook group. We hope we helped you level up your show production game to where you can book Yoshi and I to come to your town. So we'll see y'all next Tuesday. We love you. Bye, y'all. Hot breath. This episode of Hot Breath is sponsored by our Patreon. If any of our content has helped your comedy career, join our Patreon linked in the show notes and get positive comedy karma for life.
Probably.